Hey there, welcome to the Come Follow Me Corner. Thank you for inviting us into your homes. As you read Come Follow Me this week, we hope this podcast can be a resource to you and your family. Hey everyone, it's Kevin. So we had some technical difficulties when we uh, recorded this podcast. The audio is a little bit harsh, like kind of staticky, especially when I talk. We were using a new microphone. We've got it figured out now, but um, just be sure that if you're listening with headphones, go ahead and uh, turn the volume down. And of course, we understand if you can't get through it, it is kind of harsh at the beginning. It gets a little bit better at the end, but nevertheless, we hope you enjoy it. Thanks so much. Bye. Welcome to the Come Follow Me Corner. <laughs> Shelby, how's it going? It's going good. Yeah. So it's like this is an odd time for us to usually record our podcasts for those listening. It's it's the morning time for us, so Yeah. We usually record it at night. <laughs> it's our morning edition of yeah. the podcast. <laughs> but yeah, we're excited. So this this week's Come Follow Me is like I think the reason that it's kind of taken us a little bit longer is because of my my feeling of inadequacy about the subject because it is mm-hmm. all about the atonement of Jesus Christ mm-hmm. and it's something that I think we all uh, as members of the church and even as as Christians outside our church we talk about this great sacrifice of Jesus Christ but how much how much do we really understand how much can we understand and do we do our part in that sacrifice like are we remembering him are we striving to keep the commandments you know so we're just gonna dive in we've got we don't have a lot of time this morning so we just want to hit what's impacted us most from this week's uh come follow me so Shelby, what what struck you the most in your studies? So um, I have always been a fan of First Nephi one twenty one, and that is when he talks about the tender mercies of the Lord being over His covenant people. And right away in the first of uh, the heading, it talks about um, how Jacob wanted the covenant people to know that God would never forget them, so they must never forget Him. And I think that ties in perfectly to 1 Nephi one twenty one, because it talks about the Lord remembering the people who are covenanting, covenanting to remember him. And so in the first heading where it says the Lord is merciful to his people and will fulfill his promises, under the second question it says, what comfort does the Savior offer to those who seek him? And my answer was covenants and deliverance. Hmm. So I realized that through our covenants and ordinances that we have in the church and for those who are not members those are things like taking the sacrament being baptized um, being sealed as a family Um, when you go through the temple you get your endowment like those are certain ordinances that we do and we make covenants or promises in those during those ordinances that are happening and so those are the way that we remember our Savior and how he will remember us because we're making a promise with him. And so if we hold up our end of that promise, there's no question that he won't deliver us. 
but that doesn't mean it's going to be easy. It does mean that we're going to have to stretch and grow and, and really come to find him and know him, but that it is there and we will be delivered and we will be comforted at some point in time. Right. And so I think that is what I I learned this week the most about the Savior's Atonement because he did perform that atonement for us, but linked to that to that atonement is all of these covenants covenant goodness gracious I can't say it covenants and ordinances that keep us binded to him. Mm-hmm. Make kind of make sense. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. As you spoke, what I really thought about was, you know, we have the the Old Testament and the New Testament, and something that we we know um, kind of from reference is that the Jews in Jerusalem at the time of Christ's mortal ministry and leading up to that time, they expected a, a deliverance from like mortal oppression. Yeah. Right. They expected a Messiah or a savior to come and be this warrior king who would deliver them from bondage of the Romans, right? Because at that time they were they had great oppression from the Roman Empire. But that wasn't the kind of savior that was coming to them. It was a savior to save them from their sins, to deliver them out of their their the spiritual death. Right. Right? And Jacob talks about that. And I just wonder. Well, why couldn't they have taught the same things in the Old Testament? Why couldn't it have prepared the people in Jerusalem for the kind of Savior who was coming? And I I don't want to say that they didn't, because Isaiah definitely talked about it. Yeah. But it didn't stick. And I wonder... They were past feeling, maybe. That's... That's true. Maybe because of their corruption, because yeah. of the the twisted yeah doctrine. There was a lot of like political corruption in Jerusalem at the time. Yeah, I thought about it being that they're in a land of liberty, right? Like the Nephites, mm-hmm. they're actually in the promised land, <laughs> and it's the Americas. And the Americas, <laughs> even back then, it was a land of liberty. Yep. Right? It was a blessed land. Yeah. I think they were more prepared to hear the the message of Jesus Christ and the gospel. And they didn't have so many like um, uh, outside voices, I guess you could say, telling them different things. So mm-hmm. that's, that's just what I thought of when you were talking. Gotcha. Well... I think, also, just to end your thought, I mean, there was still the separation of the Nephites and Mm -hmm. the Lamanites, and so there were still those who uh, had trouble (laughs) believing. Right. So it doesn't mean that everybody was perfect on the American continent, but that there were still non-believers, but um, we know that when Christ came, they (laughs) all fell down and worshiped at his feet. Yeah. Because how can you deny seeing him? So You can't. Right, and him healing you, so, which, because of his atonement, right? Right. So, um, 
I wanted to share that in the second, or I'm sorry, one, two, third heading, it says, I can come unto Christ and receive the glorious blessings of his atonement. And the last question said, what do you feel prompted by the Spirit to do in response to all of these warnings and invitations? And there's a lot in 2 Nephi 9, 27 through 54 of invitations and, and teachings that Jacob tells us. But the one thing that stuck out to me was that whatever I do in my life, big or small, will impact me at the last day. Hmm. And so I just think it's important to remember that all of the decisions that you're making for your family and for yourself, they do have an eternal impact. And... They can impact you for the good, for eternal life, or for the bad. Right. <laughs> for captivity and death and hell. <laughs> so just... Kind of a bummer, though. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's why I say it's either one way or the other, and I don't like lukewarm. Because at the end of it, you got to pick a side. Yeah. So. Well, <laughs> and, and we go into the next heading, which Jacob talks about... Well, the, the heading says, because of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ, I can cheer up my heart. Mm-hmm. And um, let's actually jump to, um, well. Which one? Definitely 2 Nephi 9, right? Right, 2 Nephi 9. There's a lot of verses. <laughs> there are a lot of verses. I didn't quite, well, in verse 3. Jacob says, Behold, my beloved brethren, I speak unto you these things, that you may rejoice and lift up your heads forever because of the blessings which the Lord God shall bestow upon your children. And I think that's that's one of the great blessings that comes to us through the atonement of Jesus Christ is that it's, it is for everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's not our um, salvation. Mm-hmm. It's the salvation of all mankind. Um, Jesus Christ really did do it for everyone. And if you want the more specific verse that that's talking about, it's actually in 21. Mm -hmm. Um, It says, And he cometh into the world that he may save all men, if they would hearken unto his voice. For behold, he suffered the pains of all men, yea, the pains of every living creature, both men, women, and children who belong to the family of Adam. Perfect. And that is everybody on this earth. We all belong to the family of Adam. And then in 23, I mean, these scriptures I'm looking at, I've had since seminary and I took them on a mission. But at the end of 23, I wrote doctrine and put a heart around it. And if you want to know how to access, people talk about accessing his atonement. It's repenting and being baptized and having faith. (laughs) That's how you get to his atonement. And even after you are baptized, you keep repenting because that's how you access it. Because it has the capacity to make you clean and and comforted and enable you to keep going. So, yeah. Anyway. <laughs> and the, then I think here's the, in, in verse 25, Jacob kind of talks about the fact of why there needed to be an atonement. Right? He says, right. wherefore, he has given a law, meaning God. And where there is no law given, there is no punishment. And where there is no punishment, there is no condemnation. And where there is no contention or a con- condemnation, the mercies of the Holy One of Israel have claim upon them because of the atonement, for they are delivered by the power of Him. Um, you know, since 
the fall of Adam and Eve, we we live in a world in where we can sin. We can distance ourselves from Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ mm-hmm. spiritually. We're already physically separated from them. And we can't really do anything about that here on earth. Um, but we can become closer to them spiritually. And how we do that is we repent. We become more like them. Right. And we've talked about in the past, I was listening to one of our older podcasts where we talked about repentance is not a bad thing. It's It really is just changing to be better. It's right. changing to be more like Jesus Christ and Heavenly Father and learning from your mistakes and and forsaking. Right. And when we sin, there is a lot that comes into play. And that is the law of justice. Like right. we have to reap the rewards mm-hmm. of our choice, I guess you could 100%, say. hundred yeah. percent. Whether that's good or bad. And so where the atonement comes in is in 20 in verse 26. It literally says, For the atonement satisfieth the demands of justice upon all those who have not the law given to them. Mm-hmm. And it's very interesting because that is where you... It doesn't mean your consequences go away, but it's like the Lord steps in and says, Hey, I'm going to satisfy this law of justice. I already felt that pain and took that so that they can move on and move past it. And it's just such a beautiful doctrine to think that the the worst thing that you have done in your life, I mean, there's two things that can't be forgiven. And I think that's denying the Holy Ghost and, uh, or the unpardonable sin, like denying the Holy Ghost and, Murder. Yeah, shedding the shedding blood, blood of, of innocent. And so those things, I hope those listening haven't done that. But I still think there is forgiveness. Um, but for those of us who have done lesser crimes, it's just such a beautiful thing that the Lord's Atonement steps in if you allow it to uh, completely just forget what happened with a truly repentant heart. Right. And that that Atonement sus- uh, satisfied that law of justice. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah, we can we can <laughs> progress. We can move on, and that's the the message of the gospel of Jesus Christ. The message of the restoration of the gospel of Jesus Christ is that God has spoken to man in our day, and that the promises that He made with the children of Israel. The people from the beginning apply to us, too. We just have to obey those same commandments, make those same covenants, and endure to the end. And we can be saved. And we can be saved as individuals and families. It's the beauty of the atonement and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Yep. Well, uh, anything else you want to talk? Any concluding thoughts? No, I, I wrote at the end and the little uh, what's it called where you can record your impressions yeah. in the book I wrote his plan is the great and ultimate plan our individual plan is also great because of his ultimate plan because I thought to myself I mean we have our own plans individually in our lives but the reason that they all go so great and uh, can be <laughs> forgiven when they don't go so great is because of his great ultimate plan which was our Heavenly Father sending His Son to us. And so I just, that was my concluding thought at the end of my studies this past week. I think that is wonderful. Well, thank you. 
<laughs> Thanks for sharing that. Any thoughts from you, Kevin? You know, I've, I've kind of said all my thoughts. I, I just, um, I hope that we can all, we can all remember him. We can remember what he's done for us. And we just continue to read the Book of Mormon and all the scriptures and look for him and, and realize how great of an impact he has on our lives, our daily lives. Because right now, Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ and, and all the prophets of old are currently working to further our progression, further our happiness. Mm-hmm. They, they tirelessly work in heaven to do it, to, to help us. And all they want from us is to, to keep the commandments, mm-hmm. to pray and read and attend our church meetings, participate in those saving ordinances, and be the best that we can be. Um, and I know... That that's true. I say that in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, we will be back next week, hopefully a little bit earlier. And um, we hope you enjoyed this podcast. And we are always open to suggestions. So let us know. And we hope you all have a wonderful day. Bye. Thank you for letting us be a part of your Come Follow Me studies and discussions. If you have suggestions for the podcast, please message us at Kevin or Shelby Stanfill on Facebook or just come and see us at church.